for men, I know for men, I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter. You got y'all already. It don't matter what y'all been. Y'all you damn right. Putting the whole transmission in <laughs> outside, and then you come in and you're like, "Hey, what's up?" You know what? You know you you're ready to go. But on the other hand, for women, it for me. And I know just in conversating with, you know, other girlfriends of mine, you know, you can't, for us, we're not ready like that all the time, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you got to get us there. <laughs> so, a lot of times, when, because you guys are always ready, we might just be tired from all the daily things that we've had to take care of with work, household, cleaning, you know, cooking, whatever the case may be, kids. Um, it helps for uh, for me the conversation that we had, like I said, it's a balancing act. You help me out, I'm going to help you out. So that way I'm not too tired. And then we can have a conversation, you know, get the mood right later on. And then, hey, I'm ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out on this podcast. We're going to talk about issues. More specifically, we're going to talk about the issues in your relationships and the issues in your marriage. Now, depending on who you are, and it doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or if you're married, we all have issues. Some more bigger than others. And we're going to break it down. And I've got a special co-host. My homegirl, Southern Love, is in the building. So sit tight, relax, we'll drop the music, and we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. As I mentioned in the intro, we have a special guest. Uh, this guest, I'm going to introduce her to the podcast because it's actually her first time on the podcast. Uh, she is a good friend of mine. Um, we go back, we go back like, I don't know. We go like, uh, we go back like <laughs> fat crayons and car seats. <laughs> she is a businesswoman. She's married. She's a wife. Uh, she is a future author. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcoming into the 12 Kyle podcast for the first time. My home girl, Southern love. What's up? Hey, what's going on? Glad to have. I mean, it's it. It took us a minute to get here. I know. I'm, I know. I'm so busy sometimes. I'm I know so- it, it's all good. I it, I was just going through the notes and I was like, we started talking about doing this podcast back in September. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and at the time of this recording, this, oh yeah. And at the time of this recording is January. So you know. I, but you know, if holidays happen, you know, it, my thing is that you, you don't force creativity, you know, you get it done when you get it done. Um, so, but anyway, I'm glad to have you on. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. Um, so what we're talking about, as you see the title, uh, the title of this episode is we've got issues. So we're going to talk, <laughs> we're going to talk about, you know, just some of the issues that, you know, some of you or, you know, may have faced or are facing in relationships and in marriages and things of that nature. Um, I'll be the first to admit that, you know, we're not experts. 
Let me let me just put that out there first and foremost. Uh, now, both, you know, me and my homegirl Southern Love here, uh, we are both at the time of this recording, we will both be celebrating uh, 20 years of marriage this year, um, which is a miracle in and of itself. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> and, and a blessing and a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. So what we want to do is just kind of, you know, we're going to talk and chop it up. And we want to kind of give you all some insight and some info as to, you know, how to. I'm not going to say we're going to tell you how to make it because we're still trying to figure it out. <laughs> but um, but um, every day. <laughs> but um, but what what we're going to do is just you know kind of talk and and like I said, our answers and, and some of the questions and stuff that we'll have back and forth. Uh, we'll give you some insight as to um, you know how and where and why you know we do some of the things we do both as women as as and as men um so i one of my boys uh <laughs> he <laughs> he told me i told him you know months ago that i was going to do this podcast and when we started mm-hmm. talking about the podcast mm-hmm. and so he sent me a question and <laughs> I've, I've i've managed to keep this question over this period of time oh wow um, so the first <laughs> question i have he says I hate it when my wife asks me for my opinion. Like, for example, on a dress, on outfit, then goes and wears the opposite of my recommendation. Why did you ask for my opinion? Southern Love, please explain. Because I'm confused as well. I'm assuming you have this issue as well. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so from a woman's perspective, mm-hmm. um, we ask, you know, basically just to see, hey, is my husband going to be into this or my significant other going to like, you know, what I picked out? We kind of want your insight, but at the end of the the final decision, we're going to wear what we want to wear, basically. Mm-hmm. We, ju- we just want to know, you know, hey, how you think this looks? I mean, I can't really explain it, to be honest with you, <laughs> but because I do it to my husband, you know, and he'll tell you I do it to him all the time. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, well, why did you ask me if you were going to put that on anyway? Right. You know, so <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just something we do. You know, I don't know. It's just something we do. You know, that's not um, a good enough answer. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm trying I'm trying to stay neutral here. Right, right, right. <laughs> Because, you but, don't, I mean, you don't have an answer yourself. I mean, I'm going to tell you why I ask. Okay. Why I ask my husband is to see which one he thinks is the sexier of the two. So, if he thinks. Okay, so you got a red dress and a blue dress. He said put the red one on. But you, but why would you put the blue one on when he said put the red one on? Because the blue might be more comfortable. I don't have to worry about pulling up straps or anything like that, you know. But I, at the same time, I still still want to be sexy, but not be uncomfortable. Does that make any sense? That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, so, but okay, go ahead. No, go ahead and finish. I, I don't. It, it's it's just kind of hard to explain. It just depends on what the mood is for that particular night. Now, if I don't want to, I might just want to wear the red dress if he likes the blue one for what? Because in my mind. That's just how my husband is. He may just want me to wear something that's not too sexy. But I, w- I feel like wearing something sexy. So I'm going to pick the red dress over the blue one if he chooses the blue one. 
I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of crazy. I know I know it sounds kind of crazy. But, that sounds very crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm that for me. That's just I, I don't know. It just depends on the mood. And like I said, for me, I ask to see which one he thinks might you know be the sexier dress or the sexier outfit. And and, and at the end of the day, it's basically whichever one I'm most comfortable in is the one that I choose, regardless, you know, even though I may ask his opinion. So if I'm going to be comfortable at the end of the night in the red dress, that's what I'm going to wear. Okay, okay. I I understand that. I just I guess my (laughs) in listening to your explanation, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, if the blue one is more comfortable. Mm-hmm. then why even try the red one on? Because the blue one's more comfortable. So if I say red, then, you know, and that one's like, I, I, I get it, right? You got to pull up the strap. You got to do this, tuck that, whatever the case may be. I get it. That being said, you know, mm-hmm. it leaves us with the dilemma of, you know, why do you ask me? So, I don't know. I, I, that's kind of, I don't know. That can go either way. I know. I mean, my my situation could be completely different from somebody else's. The way they, the reason why they do it. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, at the end of the day, it just depends on what I'm gonna be most comfortable in. Because for the most part, my husband's gonna pick the sexier dress, mm-hmm. and that's gonna be the one that I'm not gonna be as comfortable in. So I end up going with the opposite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or if I'm just in the mood to wear. To be uncomfortable that night, mm-hmm. then out there, you know what I'm. I'm not saying I choose the opposite all the time. It, like I said, it goes either way. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, next question I have for you: When you, I guess, when you, if you think about the people that you know, whether mm-hmm. it be friends or family, uh, who've had either serious relationships or you know the ones that are in marriage or the ones who are out of marriage, um. What I guess what 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 have you seen has been the biggest issues for the couples that you've encountered? And then if you if there have been issues that you see even in your own relationship, in your own marriage, you can touch on that if you like. But just across the board, you know, if you had to paint it with a big brush, what are the issues that you see, you know, from your friends and family who have, you know, either in relationships or their marriages or both? Oh, that is so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Every. It, go, it even spans from my own parents who are actually still together. They've been married about 38 years, I think. Um, you said 38? I, I want to say 38 or 48. Okay, okay. Wow, Don't get wow. me to lie. You, but, should, but it, no, you should know. No, I, I, they just had an anniversary. So um, I want to say it's coming. It's, it's, it's 38 because we were planning them a party. Okay. Um, um, but in everybody's relationship, even close friends, other couples that we um, are around for the most part, Everybody has the issue with the messy husband. <laughs> now, we have issues, too, you know, but when it comes to, like, cleaning and doing certain things, um, I don't know. I feel like as they, as you get more comfortable in a relationship, a lot of um, times, um, I don't know, They just you just depend on the woman to do certain things. Okay. And um, I've, I've had... I've had several people in my circle of friends as well as my parents <laughs> <You know? laughs> this is like an issue I think everybody has this issue I mean it, I don't know um, I'll, I'll say everybody 
plays their part in the relationship when it comes to like cleaning. Like my, perfect example, my parents. My father, he loves to wash clothes. Okay. And he'll fold them. But my mom, she hates to do that. You know? <laughs> she does other things. Okay. You see what I mean? So it's kind of like you have to do the balancing act. So like if I take care of the inside of the house, like with, with in, in my relationship, like I'll wash the clothes and clean up. Um, but as far as like outside things and cleaning, uh, being a handy, you know, doing all the fixing things around the house, mm-hmm. that's the things my husband does. Like okay. he won't pick up a broom. He won't clean a toilet. <laughs> he won't push a vacuum. <laughs> you know, he won't load a dishwasher. He won't do anything like that. But he does the quote, but he does quote the man other- stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. So I guess, like I said, it, it, everybody has certain issues when it comes to like household duties is basically what I'm saying. Like household chores, okay. things like that. I'm so, glad that you mentioned that. Cause we, we <laughs> we've had this discussion in the 12 Kyle household. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I guess really for me, it's, um, and I think I touched on this on one of the podcasts. Um, for me, and I, I totally understand where you're coming from. For me, a lot of it's based on what I saw. Like for me, I'm not like really handy. <laughs> so okay. if okay. something if something breaks, I will attempt to fix it. But I mean, if I can't <laughs> fix it, you know, I'll probably pay somebody to fix it, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, if my if my dishwasher breaks, I'm I'm probably gonna buy a new dishwasher. I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and try to fix it. Um. So, but I but. I tell people all the time, like I grew up in a house where my, well, at least up until the time that my parents divorced, they they got divorced when I was 13. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in a house where I saw my dad wash the dishes. I saw my dad, you know, sweep the floor and all that good stuff and still do stuff outside. Um, so as far as that type of role, I did that too. And I do that as well. Oh, okay. Um, however, <laughs> you're not handy <laughs> according to the lady that uh you know the, the sweet young lady that i'm married to you know sometimes it's not right like like i don't really know how you cannot sweep the floor like you just sweep the floor it's not there's no right or wrong to sweeping the floor but mm-hmm. it might be wrong you know or you might <laughs> or god forbid god forbid you try to fold the fitted sheets Oh, no, you don't. Fitted you sheets are the devil. Sheet? Huh? I said, you try to fold the fitted sheets? Hell no, I just ball them up. <laughs> <laughs> Who folds fitted sheets? Fitted sheets aren't made to be folded. They're made to you be balled what? up and put in the corner. I'm with you because I, I don't like folding fitted sheets either. And I'm the folder. So, okay. yeah. So, I'm with yeah. you. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I, I do it. So, and, and I guess when you even at the start of the question, and as far as like your friends who have the quote unquote messy husbands, uh, (laughs) I guess my follow-up question is, is that were these roles discussed prior to marriage? Of course not. Okay. Who does that? Well, that's, that's a problem. Well, I mean, Hey, okay. So let me just explain this to you and break it down. Go ahead. When we first got together, I will say my husband was very tidy. Okay, mm. like he did. At least I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he would do. He still would like clean and wash dishes and um, vacuum. This was even after we had our son. Like mm-hmm. you know, but as he got older, 
the less and less he did around the house. So I'm trying to say to myself, I'm thinking to myself, like, well, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> when, when did this happen? And I think what happened was, because I don't know if you remember, I used to travel a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. So I started having someone come to our home mm -hmm. to actually clean while I, you know, so I wouldn't have to do it when I got here. Because mm -hmm. I would be tired. Right. Um, so I think that also didn't help the situation because, like I said, the older he's gotten, the less he's done. And so I think that also started it, too, by me having someone come here. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> you know, and my daughter, you know, of course my daughter does stuff and the kids with you. But my son, like I said, he's out and he's gone. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things he used to do, you know, he's not here to do because he's in college. And then my daughter, she's, you know, she's at that age where she's in a lot of activities at school and stuff. And then she has the, the homework these kids have nowadays. I'm pretty sure you know. Oh, no question. It's like foreign language. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's I think that spoiled him him some. Okay. So. I, I just think, and, and I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. I just think, like, that stuff needs to be discussed prior to walking down the aisle. And the reason why I say that is because you want your expectations, your your level of expectation to be met. And I think what happens is is that the more and more that we're in these relationships and the relationships get serious and then eventually, you know, should we decide to get married, uh, you don't want anything to cloud what it is, the vision, I guess, you have as a couple and, and also your vision as, as individuals. And, you know, I think... And not just saying your husband, but I've heard that about other men as well. Um, and women, too. Yeah. Now, yeah. I will say that. I do have a couple of girlfriends who are messy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to leave them out. And, I mean, not just that. I mean, like, just just even something as simple as, you know, who cooks? Maybe, right. Maybe, you, maybe the woman does all the cooking and maybe the guy can't cook. Or maybe the guy does all the cooking and the woman can't cook. But just kind of, you know, not only actively participating in your roles, but, you know, filling out the role. And then when you're coming up short in your role, you know, that's when, you know, <laughs> got to sit down and have that talk, you know. That conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, one word you mentioned a little earlier, you talked about balance. How important yeah. is balance in a relationship or in a marriage? Oh, my goodness. It is so important, especially if if you're a woman like myself, because I work outside of the home. I don't stay home, you know, so it's very hard, you know, for me to come home after working 10, 12 hours and then standing up cooking a meal. But everybody's got to eat. Right. And see, that's the thing that you just mentioned. My husband does not cook. Cook, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he does not cook, and when I come in, he will look at me and be like, "Hey, what we eating?" <laughs> or either he'll, or either he'll be like, he, "Like sometimes he will." Now I will say, I mean, he will ask me. You know, sometimes, not all the time, but for the most part, he'll ask. You know, hey, you want me to grab something? Mm -hmm. Eating? Are we going to order in? You know, I know you didn't. I know that you didn't put anything on before you left or take anything out. And a lot of times, I, ki I kid you not, I did not, I don't cook, but maybe like once or twice a week okay. because I work. So, 
you got to have balance. Like, if, if I'm working all day and you beat me home, hey, pick something up before right. I get That way we all got something to eat, you know. But, yeah, you got to have balance because it's like you got to have teamwork. I oh, no say. question. Because that's, that's ultimately what it is. It's, right. it's, a, it's a team. It's, it's a team. Yeah. And, and I, I tell people all the time, like, my wife is a quarterback. And, right. <laughs> you know, I'm the, I'm, you know, I, I put everything in, in sports terms. I'm, a, I'm the wide receiver. But at the same time, you know, the quarterback and the wide receiver have to be on the same page. Right. Um, right. And so, like, now I cook and I cook well. So See? it's just really, you know, if I get home before she does, yeah, I'm cooking. Or if she gets home before I do, I still might cook. It just depends. But more often than not, she'll because now her only gripe is that I cook slow. My thing I is. I care if you cook. <laughs> and, oh, my goodness. As long as I don't have to do it. I would not care how long it took you. I'd be like, "Ooh, thank you." <laughs> yeah, my my thing is like, you never go to your your your, your restaurants and say, "Hey, man, why is it?" T-? You go to a certain restaurant, you know that it's gonna take it's gonna take them about twenty five, maybe thirty minutes to get your food out. So, hey, that's what that's what you pay for. You pay for that. You pay for the ambiance. And so, you know, I'm going to satisfy your palate once you sit down and eat what I'm cooking. Is you know, can I whip up a meal as as quick as she does? No, I can't. But, you know, yeah. again, you don't rush to cook. <laughs> <laughs> it's the effort. Like, you know, and that's what I say, too, sometimes. Like, I have a lot of my friends. We end up having conversations. And it goes back to that 80-20. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you might you might not get that 20 <laughs> that you really want. You know what I mean? But So why is it 80-20? I, that, I'm saying that's the rule that a lot of people come up with. Okay. For me, it's to me, it's like... We gonna do this together, okay? It's a, it's a it's a hundred hundred. <laughs> if, mm, if that make any you. sense, no, like that makes total sense. You know, um, so, but I say that to say that some people always say that they're missing that other twenty percent. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. And so that's where that what I'm saying, like as far as the cooking and stuff like that, falls into that category. May fall into that category, but hey, they make it up because, like, my, for instance, with my husband. He's a hand, he does things around the house. He'll mm-hmm. fix anything. He can put a TV on the wall. He can, <laughs> he can work on the cars. He can, you know, he does the yard. He does all that type of stuff. And if anything tears up around here, he fixes it. Like, he doesn't call anybody to do it. He figures it out. And he that, that's that 80%. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, so, I, I will admit, like, I... When I was coming up, I mean, of course, I grew up in South Carolina, so we always, you know, we were in the yard doing stuff. Uh, I just don't have the time to be in the, in the yard. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a thousand degrees outside, so I pay somebody to cut the grass. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, what do you want me to say? So I get it. <laughs> well, you know what? I noticed, too, you know, as you get older, you don't want to do that either. Like, no. Especially if you, but you got boys, you got big, you got hefty boys, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. but you know what? And I, I kind of feel like, in to some degree, like my late uncle Ronnie's looking down on, looking down on me from heaven, like laughing but scolding me at the same time. Like, man, you need to get your ass out there, and cut that grass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, but it's just you know, and and I think, and I also kind of think about that sometimes as a father, like, okay. Am I setting them up because, like, they don't know how to cut grass. They don't know how to rake the yard. You know, that type of stuff that we did. But, you know, we didn't really have much of a choice. You wouldn't, you know, there wasn't, wasn't no such thing as paying somebody in, in 1991 to come cut your grass. Oh, At least no. not where I'm from. You know, 
No, not me neither. Oh, you might have the kids in the neighborhood come around. Yeah, maybe. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, now, as far as balance, we talked about balance as far as inside the house. What about the balance outside of the house? Because, you know, now, you know, we're in the 2000s, well, 2020 at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have a network of friends. We have a network of friends, I'm sure, like you you have your network of friends, girlfriends, homegirls that you grew up with, went to school with, whatever case may be, maybe people that you work with. Uh, mm-hmm. And everybody wants to, you know, do certain things to hang out. Um, you and I both live in the city of Atlanta. So yes, this uh-huh. is a major bubbling city. There's something to do, <laughs> <laughs> There's something every, to do every day. Every day, pretty every much. Every night, you know, mm-hmm. whenever, wherever. Um, so how do you balance the, you know, the, the time with, your spouse, maybe the time with your friends, maybe the time with your kids, and then also your you time where you want to just kick it and let your hair down. Now, you know, I'm going to tell you exactly what I do. Keep it real. (laughs) Keep it real. So, you know, because I do so much, um, a lot of times I just have to, I will call my husband. I'll be like, look, I need a break. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to be home. I'm going to get me a room. I'm going to go to the spa. I'm going to get me a manicure, pedicure. And I'll be home the next day. And this is where I am. This is my room number. You know, I'll tell him where I'm at, of course. But, yeah, to, that's what I do because I need to get away. Um, just from the daily you know, the daily routine a lot of times is kind of like redundant and it's boring. So I have to do that, you know, and that's just what I do. Now, sometimes I'll do that. Sometimes I'll just go out all day by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's window shopping, shopping, hanging out, going to brunch or something with maybe one or two of my girlfriends. Because um, my circle is not that big. Okay. <laughs> it's, it, I keep it kind of small. Um, and you know, those are just some of the things that I do for myself to unwind. Um, but you know, he and I do have date nights once or twice a week, um, to, to, to connect with each other and, you know, see how everything's going with work and stuff like that. And, you know, um, and some weeks we don't. Mm-hmm. We're not able to connect, you know, because we're so both so busy or a lot of stuff might be going on as far as like with um, within, you know, the house with, with my daughter. Because she may have some after school activities that she has to meet because um, she does cheerleading. So she's okay. constantly, you know, they have games and away things that they have to participate in. So but those are just some of the things we do. And we do interact with other, you know, married couples. Um, we might have them over do like dinner or something like that or maybe go out so i I would say we we we, we've gotten better because at one point we weren't doing any of that um because we were so caught up in um you know just everyday life and living and 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 that's not good especially for any relationship (laughs) because you gotta have you know you you have to connect oh no question no question i agree totally um the I think I think that's important. What you just said is very important. Uh dating. Um 
that is very important, particularly in a marriage, because you have to date because you have to kind of dating to me, I think, is and I, again, I equate everything to sports. It's like working on your your fundamentals, like your, your jump shot, like a basketball player can't. He's not going to stop shooting jumpers. You know, when he's pra- he's going to shoot jumpers at practice. He's going to shoot jumpers act- after practice. He's going to shoot jumpers right. in the game. So, you know, you have to kind of sharpen your tools. So it, it's it's I think that's important. Um, we try to do that, you know, at least uh, every every other week. Um, okay. Because a lot of times, you know, we, we and we had to kind of sit down and kind of define because you might think, okay, well, we're spending time, but we're really not spending time. We're spending time with the kids. And yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> right. You know, but the, the time with the kids and the time as a couple are two different times. Right. Um, you know, us riding in the car, going to, you know, going to dinner. Yeah, we all went to dinner, but we all went together. You know what I'm saying? We, mm-hmm. we didn't we didn't sit down as 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 a couple and and have a conversation or whatever the case may be. Um, now you, you mentioned as far as like friends. Mm-hmm. The question I have for you is: You're married, and you can either speak on right. your on your behalf, or you can speak for you know your friends or whatever the case may be. Um, the married friend the. The married person hanging with the single friend, is that cool, not cool, or how do, <laughs> how do, you, how do you play that as you laugh? <laughs> so that's why I said my circle is small. Mm-hmm. Um, not all my friends are married. However, they are and have been in long-term relationships. So um, the single thing, I don't too much do. Um, not me. Now, my husband, on the other hand, I will say he does have several single friends, um, that he, he hangs out with. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a whole nother conversation <laughs> because is that, is that, I guess the question is, is that cool with you? I mean, I've been with him forever. So it's like, we've been married 20 years, like I said, and before getting married, we, we were together almost 10 so, yeah, we were together a long time. <laughs> so, I, I, I've i never tried to, like, change him as a person um, because he's going to be him. You know what I mean? So, it doesn't matter um, how I feel to a certain extent about his decisions. <laughs> you know, so some things you just don't even argue about. That's just, just for me. Um now, do I like it? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. And, I, and we've had this conversation. We have had this conversation. Um, Why don't you like it? I don't like it because some of them are just, it's, it's foolery. It, it's just foolery. Like some of the things that they do. Okay, okay like, let, me, let me stop you right there. <laughs> give, give me an example. You got to give me more than that. You you. What, what does he have friends who drink beer and smash beer bottles on top of their head? Does he have friends know. that you know go into bars and they're, pick they're, fights? They no no okay. no. Now he's not the drama type. No, okay. now he okay. if you want to go somewhere and get drunk and act crazy, he's gonna leave you right there okay. in the um at That's the bar. What's up. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not that type. What I mean by that is doing being around single men 
you know what single men do because you were one at one point in time. (laughs) So it's been years since he was a single man. Right, exactly. Which is why that brings me back to he's going to do (laughs) (laughs) because I've been with him so long. He's going to do what he wants to do Mm -hmm. when at the end of the day, his thing is I can't. And and, and let me just scratch that. Men in general. Uh oh. Not, 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 I'm not That bashing. didn't even sound right. I, I'm not bashing, but I feel like, and, and it goes, men are women. Let me just say that. Okay. At the end of the day, you're going to do whatever you want to do. Of course. Um, everything in life is a choice. So you're going to do what you want to do at the end of the day, regardless of what somebody else says. But I feel in order to... What am I looking to say here? I'm trying to be. <laughs> I'm trying not to sound like. Basically, at the end of the day, you're gonna do what you want to do, regardless whoever it is. So I can't tell you who to associate with. You know how I feel about the situation. So if you choose to still hang around these people, then that's what you choose to do. I mean, that's that's just it. I can't I can't tell you what to do because you're a grown person. Right. You're. I think. Now, is it right? Okay, no, go ahead. Finish. Is it right? No. Because I feel like you should respect that, hey, I'm telling you, hey, this person is not, you You really don't need to be hanging. Because I feel like single people do what single people do. Not to say they're going to influence you, but at the end of the day, hey, you, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I know what you're trying to say, and I don't like what you're trying to say. <laughs> And the reason, why, I, I the reason why I say that is because I, I think ultimately we all make our own decisions, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether or not he's hanging out with two married guys or two single guys, like I can think of, you know, two of my two of my best friends, these are my partners from college, both are single and they live here in Atlanta. Uh-huh. So, and we hang. So, you know. If the three of us are hanging, mm-hmm. you know, and we and let's just say we just go to just the most normal of spot, no, just a cool out spot, right? You know, there's gonna be women, right? And so, oh, yeah. and so it doesn't. I mean, and and Atlanta might be an anomaly, but I, it, for this example, I'm gonna use Atlanta because this is where we live. But you know, you being in a, a man being in Atlanta, not running into a beautiful woman is like falling out of the boat not getting wet right <laughs> it's not That's gonna true. happen I agree. it's not gonna happen so i so if i'm with my boys you know they know i'm married and anybody else knows that i'm married so they you know and you know if a woman sees me she, she there's it's very easy to tell that i'm married because there's a wedding ring on my finger right that being said you know I don't think my if I were to get into trouble, I don't think my single friends could get me in any more trouble than my married friends would. And it's because oh, yeah, I have to make the decision to, you know, to to get into trouble myself. Um, but I, I never really uh, I don't necessarily subscribe to that notion because we're all individuals and we're all grown and we all make our own decisions. And I think when, you know, without. Because it all comes with context. Because I don't know the, the true context, and I'm not. We, we're not going to get into <laughs> what your husband's friends are doing. <laughs> but, um, but I think I, I think you got to shoot him some bail. I think you got to cut him some slack because 
ultimately he you know you know him y'all been together for forever so you know Mm -hmm. that he's going to make the right decision Mm -hmm. you know do you have any control over what he does no not any more so than you he has any control over what you do and i think it's unfair to ask you know me to stop hanging with my two single friends because i got married that it ain't that ain't got nothing to do with them um the one thing i will say is like those two friends that i mentioned because Mm -hmm. we went to school together my wife knows them so she loves them so it's like, you know, I think. We'll Can I stop you right there? Go ahead. <laughs> That's the scenario. So your scenario is completely opposite. Of course. So I don't really know these. Mm. And see, my husband DJs. Okay. On the weekend. You know, he does his real career work. And mm. then on the weekends, he t- he's DJing. So, of course, he runs into different people. He meets a lot of different people. So, his that scenario that you just gave is completely different. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, I left that. I left some stuff okay. out. And the DJ <laughs> scene is, you know, late nights and yeah. parties and everybody loves the DJ. Okay, yeah. okay, I get it, I get it. It's, uh, I, I think it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it goes back to what we were talking about. It's a balancing <laughs> act. It's, it's mm-hmm. uh, you have to kind of figure out, you know, what to do, what not to do. Um, but you know, ultimately it comes down to trust. Um, one other question I have for you, like, as I mentioned at the intro, like we have both this year, we'll be, we'll both be celebrating 20 years, uh, of marriage. Um, (laughs) I know, right. (laughs) What, what is something that you know now about marriage that you didn't know then? Oh my goodness, that it is some work. Do you hear me? It is like some serious work. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if you have support, you know, you support each other and there's teamwork. And like I said, like we both were talking about earlier, it's balancing everything out. Um, with me and my husband, it's like we ba- we we bounce off of each other, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Makes total so, sense. Um so it that that in itself helps um and i've learned that like i said it's it's work and you really have to be in it <laughs> that's what i have learned you really got to you really have to be in it to um you know and and fight for basically your marriage or to be the, it's just the everyday work in progress is all mm-hmm. i'm going to say um Cause I'm like I said, I'm not no, I'm not an expert. I just have experience. Hey, that's <laughs> you know, so that long. is a great way to put it. <laughs> I'm not an expert. I just have experience. Yeah, and I know what not to say, how to say it. You know, how to get what I need to get at that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just like you, like I said, it's a balancing act, and you gotta support each other. And the most important thing to me is having somebody that it's going to work with you as a team. Like you got to be, it's teamwork. Oh, no question. No question. I, I, I agree. I think um, that's probably been one of the biggest things that I've learned in this journey that I've had too, is that, um, you know, it is hard work, but it's the work is rewarding. But to be honest, anything that you want in life, mm-hmm. is going to be hard work. Like you shouldn't want anything, you know, given to you. 
right. nothing's going to come easy. And it's like, you know, you don't, there's no, there's no handbook for this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. there's no handbook. It's, it's, it's a lot of, you know, on the, on the job training. <laughs> a lot of sacrificing. A lot of sacrificing. A lot of. Give and take situations. Take yeah. Take. <laughs> take and take. Yep. Give and give and give. And, you know. Uh, you know. It's. Uh, but it's. It's. It's worth it if. If you want. To, if this is something that you both want. Right. Um. I'm sure. Just like. You know. You. I'm sure you have. Just like I have. You know. Seen a lot of people. Um. Have marriages that you probably thought would work didn't work. Um. Mm-hmm. And you know that doesn't mean that our marriage is any more special or worse than those that did that didn't work. Right. It's just that you know at some point you, you got to keep pushing and keep staying committed to the commitment. Right, and that's what it is. Exactly. And I think uh, mm-hmm. I think as long as we're doing that, we're okay. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. taking it day by day. But um, it, it's uh, it's uh, like my man said, it, it's a beautiful struggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It it's is a beautiful honestly. struggle, but it's 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 all worth it. It's it's always worth it. Um, I tell you what, we this is a great time to take a quick commercial break. So okay. what we'll do is we'll take a break, and on the other side, uh, me and Southern Love, we're gonna we're gonna have some more conversations about you know some of the issues that you know may arise in your relationships and your marriage. So sit tight, we'll be back in just a second. I'm a sports person, so I look at I look at life like sports. I look at love like sports. I look at marriage like sports. And if high school football, you know, you play on Friday nights, guess you look girlfriend, little boyfriend thing. Y'all mess around with her. But then you have some cats that graduate the Saturday football, college football. Stakes is a little higher. Is that the third? You know, the pros and get to the pros. It's a few. It's a, only a few cats that get to the pros because pros involve money. It involves contracts. It involves <laughs> lifelong commitments. It involves drastic changes. Drastic changes. It involves going to the film room. Look, this is what you're doing right here. This is what you got to fix. Yeah, this is where you fucked up. This is where, where you're at right here. And sometimes you take somebody to the film room over and over, and they just don't. Coach, I just can't make that block. <laughs> coach, <laughs> I just can't make that block. Coach. I just can't make that block. Coach. <laughs> and if it is, you have to decide whether you're gonna keep that player. Oh, you gonna let that player go? Because the thing is, that player that they might be great in every other aspect of the game. They might can run, they can pass, they can catch. But coach, I just can't make that. I coach, I just can't make that block. So you have to decide: is it worth me to cut this player because of this one thing that they fuck up on, and get the one player who can make the block? But this nigga might have a substance abuse problem. You know what I mean? Like, this is a lot to weigh in. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot. It's a lot to weigh in. Out of that pro football, there's only a few that make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and just like that, we are back. Once again, it's your boy, 12 Kyle. This is the 12 Kyle Podcast. And uh, got my homegirl Southern Love in the building. And we're talking about, you know, just some of the issues that we have. We've got issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> as a, we were talking a little earlier, and, and you know, you mentioned kids. Um so let's let's go there. Kids kids are definitely a game changer. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> how, how how have you have you seen uh, how kids have and maybe not even maybe, maybe with your marriage, but um, have you have you seen anybody have issues with 
not with the kids, but when the kids come into the relationships, um, excuse me, in the marriage, uh, the distances between the husband and the wife. Oh, yes. I have several friends who <laughs> who had those those situations arise. And, you know, and, and, you know, especially if it's your first. Um, I, a girlfriend of mine had a conversation with me. And, um, you know, for the longest time, it was just her and her, you know, her husband. And then, you know, for whatever reason, he felt once the baby came, she wasn't giving him the type of attention that he was getting, you know, used to having. And, you know, he began to feel some type of way. So, I mean, I I don't know. I guess it's just, I think it was more so, um, it was the newness of it Mm -hmm. and him not being, well, neither of them being, you know, used to having a whole nother person that they had to take care of. They couldn't, you know, do the things that they wanted to do, especially like get up and just go, you know. When you have a child, it changes everything. So, um, but it's such a joy to have them. And so they ended up adjusting eventually, (laughs) but (laughs) early on in their, um, early on in their relationship, you know, after early on in their, um, when they first had their, their daughter, I think she's like 10 now. (laughs) Um, But that, you know, it was, it was a lot. For them to um, adjust to, and they came to us. Um, not sure why, but they came to us because um, y'all vets in the game. That's why <laughs> they came to us. You know, and you know, we would talk to them. And uh, uh, my cousin, actually, my husband's cousin, was another situation that came up too. They had three at one time, so they have triplets. So they were really <laughs> yes. They ended up having triplets. So, um, yeah, it was a lot for them. We were all helped. But it was, it that was, I mean, that was a really big adjustment for them because they had three small kids at one time. And for the longest, like I said, it was just them, you know. Um, well, it was just them because she has a daughter that actually from a prior relationship. Okay. Um, but she was older, so she could just, she still could go as she wanted. Um, but as soon as they, and he didn't have any kids at all. So mm. you got to think about that. <laughs> so she was used to having, but it, the, the issue on, in that situation, um, was supposed to them actually adjust, readjusting for her and him adjusting at all, you know, cause he had never been a parent, you know? So I, I don't know. <laughs> kids, like I said, they change a lot of the dynamics of any relationship, but you know, Hey, you just got to roll with it, go with it, and figure it out as you go. You mm-hmm. got to make that time like we were just talking about earlier. You just got to figure it out. <laughs> it's no book. Nope. No book. You just have to figure it out as you go. <laughs> that is so true. I think, um, and I was listening to you talk, I, I just I just remember, like, how we did it. And it was, it was interesting for us because we had our oldest son, Dion. We had him before we got married. So, oh, okay, yeah, uh, my son too. <laughs> okay, so so you already know you already know the time. Uh-huh. Um, so we he was one when we got married, mm-hmm. and um, you know it was we had to. It was interesting because we had him and we had him for three years, and then before we had his brother and okay. um, Cameron. So 
you know, you have this young couple and you, you know, you're pouring into each other and you're pouring all of your love into, you know, this child. And, you know, and it's funny because it's like I remember uh, how we were. We we had him in 99. <laughs> we we got married in 2000 and in 2001 we bought our house. And when we bought the house, we bought this big, you know, four bedroom house. And my, I remember my mom saying she was like, "You don't need all. It's just, just, it's just him. You know, you don't need all of these bedrooms. You know, it's, and this is a big house. She was like, you don't need all of that space. I mean, little did we know that we'd fill up the damn house, <laughs> but uh, with four kids. But, um, but yeah, it was just. Uh, I guess, really, the the things kind of changed for us too was when. Um, when we had Cameron, because mm-hmm. now there's a second child, right? And so right. now you have to figure out, okay, well, how are you going to pour all of your, you were pouring all of your love and your time and your efforts into this one child. And mm-hmm. for three years, it's just him. And now here comes somebody else. Yeah. And so, you know, that that's another balancing act that you have to kind of figure out. And then, you know, not lose yourself and your relationship in right. the children because, one thing I want to, you know, kind of impress upon people is that, you know, particularly when you're married and then you have kids, don't get it twisted. Yeah, so much of what you do is put into your children. Mm-hmm. But at some point, the kids will leave the house. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't want to be married, you know, 30 years and then the kids leave and then, like, you're looking at each other like, I don't like you today. Right. <laughs> like, or I don't I, like you. Or, or who are you? <laughs> who raised yeah, you? Exactly. You know, that type of thing. So, um, so yeah, it, that's something to keep in mind. Like, when, when you have kids, particularly, because, and I remember, um, I can't remember if it was, it was uh, some old head I remember told me this. He said, mm-hmm. like, the first five years of a marriage are the roughest because, some of the most major things happen in in a marriage. He said in the first 5 years you'll probably have a child. <laughs> you'll 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 get married, which is, mm-hmm. you know, can be a, you know, financial issue. Mm-hmm. Um and then you'll buy a house and you'll buy vehicles. He said all of that stuff normally happens within the first 5 years of a marriage. Right. And if you're not prepared for it and see that's the thing like there's nobody that <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody that prepared me for this, you know? No. So, uh, and I found myself because just on a personal note, like I got married, my brother got married the following year. And then a couple of my partners got married, like in the subsequent years. So all of us kind of, you know, we got married right around the same time. So we were about the same ages. So it was interesting, you know, we would talk and like whatever issues I was having, they might not be having. And then like three months later, they might have the same issues that I had in January that they're having and now in June. And so we're bouncing ideas off each other. Well, why is she acting like this? Da, 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 da. So it's just, um, wow. It's interesting yeah. how that kind of works out. Um, that's, that's, that's about right. <laughs> Five, six years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. Cause uh, so many major things happen. Yeah. And then, you know, as you move along, you know, you have to obviously have conversations and communication about, you know, how we handle finances. You know, I right. know a lot of people, um, you know, some people that I know, you know, they they did the, you got your money, I got my money. Oh, that's a whole nother conversation. 
That should be another conversation. Yeah, you know what? That's a, that's another that's a whole another podcast. You I got your know, money, oh I got goodness. my money. I would love. Oh my goodness, that is a whole. That might now, that we might I might have to bring you back for that one. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, but when you talk about as far as like the topic we're talking about, we've got issues. Um, mm-hmm. One of the issues uh, that you know is very prevalent and common um, is the issue of rejection. So how do you recommend when the person is feeling and and when I speak of because there's different types of rejection, but a lot of times the rejection comes with the intimacy. Mm -hmm, Now, mm -hmm. y'all been, you know, (laughs) having swinging from the light sex from the swinging (laughs) from the ceiling and the lights sex, you know, when we were dating. Now, all of a sudden, you know, the the, the faucet kind of, you know, kind of kind of dries up a little bit <laughs> so <Yeah>. so <laughs> how do you what advice would you give or maybe you know if you want to speak on your personal or speak on your friends who have had that issue where you know and you know could be a situation where maybe they're working a lot and just you know whatever the case may be but dealing with that rejection because you know there's an element there Mm-hmm, if you if the person feels rejected that or the, there's a thought that the person may seek other people. Well, <laughs> oh, Lord. that's a whole nother show, too. But, <laughs> but um, well, I, I, from a, from my experience, I will speak from my experience. I really can't speak from anyone else's okay. um, in that aspect um, when it comes to the rejection when it relates to intimacy. Um, I will just say this, um, cause I'm, I'm not, I'm guilty of it. <laughs> I am guilty of it. And, and, and it's, and, and my reasoning is I, at, at one point I didn't even know that that's what I was doing, mm-hmm. but you know, we had a conversation. Um, and basically you know, you have to have the conversation, especially if you, both people are working outside of the home. Like we just were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. there's a lot of things going on. And then for men, I know for men, I'm sorry, but it doesn't matter. You got y'all already. <laughs> it don't matter what y'all been. Y'all you damn right. Putting the whole transmission in <laughs> outside, and then you come in and you're like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, well, you know, you you're ready to go, but. On the other hand, for women, it, for me, and I know just in conversating with, you know, other girlfriends of mine, you know, you can't, for us, we're not ready like that all the time, okay? Mm-hmm. Right. You, you got to get us there. <laughs> so, a lot of times, when, because you guys are always ready, we might just be tired from all the daily things that we've had to take care of with work, household, cleaning, you know, cooking, whatever the case may be, kids. Um, it helps for uh, for me, the conversation that we had, like I said, it's a balancing act. You help me out, I'm going to help you out. So that way I'm not too tired. And then we can have a conversation, you know, get the mood right later on. And then, hey, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. So that cuts that cut down a lot of rejection on, for me on okay. our part. Gotcha. gotcha. You know, um, because it had to be, ha- you know, the conversation had to come up. Because it's like you just... Like I said, you're going through the daily, daily life, mm-hmm. and it, it's hard. 
you know, it's it's hard. <laughs> I, I think uh, I, I, I feel you in it. And I think that's what I've learned over a period of time. Like you just have to, it, it starts with the communication. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I will tell people is that you have to be, um, you know, willing to listen to the other person and then also speak what it is that you want out of it too, because, you know, you're right. <laughs> you, can, you can come home from working out and be like, you know what, man? Hey, this, you know what? Would have capped the night off. You know, <laughs> we can do this right here, and you know, we can go to sleep. I'm good. You know that right. type of thing. And and I get it, right? But at the same time, you know, you have to also be mindful of the fact that yeah, the person could be tired. Um, but I will say this much: you have to also pay it. And this goes for women and men. You have mm-hmm. to pay attention to what it is they're saying because sometimes. It's the tired isn't necessarily because you punched a clock. The tired could be mental fatigue. The right. tired could be, uh, you know, just frustration maybe with where your career is. Whatever mm-hmm. the case, the, the tired could be from, you know, dealing with the kids because you were at the, you know, you've been, you went out with the fellas all night, you know, that type yes, of thing. So, yes. so it, it's, it's <laughs> so I, so I get it. it. It's, it's all of that. And, and that would never, you know, be a reason to you know encourage someone to step outside but i think you have to both parties have to be willing to you know communicate and say hey this is what i want this is what i need this is where you're not getting it done for me and this is where i need to get it done from you and that type of thing like that to to go from that point forward and i think as long as the communication is there then you're on the right path right you know Mm -hmm. but i think what i've seen just and and i can only speak on what i've seen from others um, that wasn't there, and when the communication wasn't there, everything else kind of breaks down. Yeah, because so, communication is key. It, it is. It yeah. is. It mm-hmm. is. It's and I mean it's cliche, but it is so true. And it's like right. if you don't have communication, you really don't have anything. Mm-mm. Um, and another thing that kind of uh, piggybacks off of that, which leads into my next question. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things that I I found that. Probably, I'm willing to bet was never. Well, I'm not gonna say willing to bet. I I know for a fact, uh, was never discussed in marriage <laughs> counseling. It was never discussed with my parents as to you know the advice, the gems that they gave me along the way. Uh, but the pressure to be the financial provider. Oh, um, <laughs> which can happen, and I mean we came up. And I guess it's a little different from our parents' generation because in our parents' generation, you could go work for General Motors for 30 years and be on the same job and, you know, make, you know, get incremental, you know, salary increases. And that could be your career. You could have right. a career at General Motors and whatever the case may be. Um, times have changed so much. You know, the, the economy has changed so much. Employment has changed so much that. You know, folks normally don't you really don't see a lot of people staying on jobs for 10, 15, 20, 30 years. It's just not, you know, uh, by and large, you know, people spend, you know, a couple of years at a job and then they're on to the next one. If, if mm-hmm. they're not and particularly if they're not being promoted or at least on a fast track to be promoted. Right. Um, and, you know, you and I work together and <laughs> we, <laughs> we know how it was when we had to, you know, go on the road. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, to make money. And so. Mm-hmm. um so talk a little bit about, 
you know, when you have the issue of being the financial provider uh, and, and let's say maybe they're just the pressure falling on one person because the other person is not working or maybe they're not making enough to help the family make ends meet. Oh, my goodness. What do you want to know? What part? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to say. It's very stressful. It's, mm-hmm. it's You know, when your finances are not um, where you want them to be, especially in, in, when you're in a relationship, you know, or marriage, it can cause a lot of strain, um, you know, on the family, on the relationship, just in general, because... Like you said earlier, you know, you're not where you want to be um, mm-hmm. as far as like career um, or your job. It might just be your job. Um, circumstances that are out of your control. Basically, you could have been someplace for like 10 or 15 years and then all of a sudden you're out of work, yep. you know. Um, so. Like I said, it, it for me, <laughs> for us, we've been through that. Um it was it was very very stressful. Um, I will say that much. But you just gotta you know learn to adjust um, and be very supportive of one another because you have to. Because if you don't, you know everything will just fall apart. Um, and you just have to figure it out. I mean, I don't know. No, there's no other way I can like say it. <laughs> just have to figure it out. Um, for me, I had to go on the road. Um, unfortunately, I was the one who... My, my husband is self-employed. Mm-hmm. So he's always had his own business. And, um, and of course, you know, the background is um, real estate. So when the economy crashed, mm. hey. <laughs> when the economy crashed, it was like, okay, wait a minute. What's going on? What what do we do? Um, and for a while, his business was still going, mm-hmm. um, and he was able to maintain everything. But then, you know, slowly but surely, his his business started slowing down as well. After you know, I was out of work, and eventually, that's when the traveling came into play for me. So, um, like I said, it can cause a lot of strain and very stressful it can be very stressful but you just have to figure it out as you go like it's nothing you know i i don't really have a play-by-play book other than you you have to be a team and you have to be supportive of one another because if you're not it it can go a whole nother direction <laughs> I've seen people because of finances. Seriously, you know what I'm talking about. When money is involved, you know I've seen couples split up. Oh yeah, no you question. Know, you know they like I can't do this because we, you know, things just went bad. So it's like I'm done, and and it's sad. But you know, hey, like I said, you got to figure it out. You're, you're right. I, I've seen the same thing happen, and and it, it's. It's tough to see that happen because you would like to think, okay, well, no, they didn't get married because of the money Mm -hmm. or because, Mm -hmm. you know, at the time, you know, money was (laughs) money was falling from the sky. Right. Because here's the thing, what we're talking about, the reality of it, depending on, you know, what what line of work you're in is is very possible. 
And one of the mm-hmm. first things that I learned um, in the School of Business at uh, South Carolina State University when I was in school, they said uh, in my financial management class, my professor, he said, look, if you don't own the business, everybody's expendable. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. I mean, like, if you don't, it doesn't matter if you're the, it doesn't matter if you're the vice president at Bank of America. If mm-hmm. they yeah. come in the next day and say, hey, we're letting you go, what can you do? There's nothing yeah. you can do. Mm-hmm. You don't own the company. So, um, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a tough pill to swallow. But much like you, like you said, same thing happened. You know, industry with the industry we were in, as far as the real estate industry was right. was booming, mm-hmm. and then it crashed, and it was like, okay, there's no work. And it's like, okay, <laughs> what do you mean there's no work? I can't find work. And it's like, okay, well, I'll just I'll go on the road. Okay, so I got to go on the road, and I worked and lived in Minneapolis, Minnesota, mm-hmm. you know, for a year. Yeah, and exactly. that was that was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it was fun. But yeah. it was crazy. <laughs> I know mean, it was fun, but it was cold. It, it was. Cold. I ain't never been that cold in my life. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Me but, either. Um, trust me. But I wasn't worried about being cold because I was getting my coins. Right. <laughs> the coins. Right. So I could take care of my my people. Exactly. So you know, you you did what you had to do, and I think uh, you know that our case is probably a little bit more extreme. But you know, sometimes I think it's. Uh, it's it's almost and going back to like a game, you have to audible. You have to change the play because and sometimes yeah. you have to change the play as the play is going on because mm-hmm. um you know but that's something that my parents didn't prepare me for it or no OG could prepare me for because again, they came from a different era where you could work at a job and the job would be there for 10, 15, 20 years and you you yeah. knew that nothing was gonna happen. That um, is so true. And so, you know, you have to make yourself be a chameleon and be able to be able to do different things. And um, exactly. and I think that's important, particularly for those of those who might be listening to this podcast that are younger than us, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, now with the advent of technology, you got to know a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know? So exactly. Um, exactly. That's that's very important. Um, other issues that people tend to have. Uh, in marriages and relationships, um, mental health issues. Oh yeah. Uh, how how should someone deal with their partner or husband or wife who may be hiding some type of mental health issue, like you know anxiety or depression, and and even if they're not hiding it, how do you cope as far as helping them deal with that? Oh my goodness. I, you know, for me personally, mm-hmm. I have not had to um, experience that. Um, I do know family members that do have anxiety issues. Um, and I mean, to be honest with you, I could, I can only say you just have to, you know, be supportive. There's a lot of different things that you know, you people that haven't suffered from anxiety can do besides actually take, because I'm not a big believer in taking any type of, you know, medications and things like that. I'm more uh, into the holistic part. Okay. <laughs> you know, as far as like when it comes to um, coping with anxiety, because, you know, a couple of people in my family do suffer from that. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I'm, um, like I say, you can only be supportive. Um, and 
the thing, certain things that they can do. But I know for my for my for my relative that suffers from it, you know, they do meditation and yoga and things like that. Um, but I I can't speak from my own experience because I've never had to, you know, deal with it. I just seen, you know. Theirs isn't as extreme as some people's that I've heard of, but um, <laughs> I, you just have to find ways to um, relieve stress in your life because anxiety can brought on from that. <laughs> um, it could be work, family, finances, anything. Um, but yeah, for 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 me, like I said, personally, I haven't had to deal with it personally. No. Um, but. I do know that anxiety is, is real. Because at first I was just like, what is that? Like, <laughs> like is that a real thing <laughs> that people get? Like, what? But, yeah. Um, it's, 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 and it's more prevalent now. I think, uh, I think really the best thing you can do is if, if you see that manifesting in someone, someone uh, your spouse or significant mm-hmm. other, whatever the case may be, is to... Um, one, acknowledge it, and then as long as they're acknowledging it, you know, help them seek help. Um, yeah. And then mm-hmm. just be patient with them because it's, that's not something that uh, is not something that is an easy fix depending on what it is. And then, you know, with, with anxiety and stuff like that, sometimes you have triggers and you may, oh, may yeah. or may not have issues. You may not, you may or may not have an idea as to what is being triggered. You know, certain things, certain smells, certain vibes can triggers, you know, panic attacks. I mean, like, it just depends. So, um, well, you, I will, you know what I did experience and I was that? on one job. Um, <clears throat> and I've never had, you ever heard of vertigo? Yeah. Vertigo. Well, you know how you have like dizziness or did you get dizzy? And the doctor told me, cause I ended up going, um, and they said it was stress. Now that wasn't anxiety, but <laughs> but um, they say it's brought on by stress, um, and you know the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was with one particular company. I'm not going to say the name. Of <laughs> and I had never experienced anything like that before, and my blood pressure was elevated, um, and it was from the stress of that job. Mm. So, yeah, I had to let that go, <laughs> that job, um, basically. But I have, I have experienced that aspect, I guess. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's so anxiety, but mm-hmm. I had never experienced that. But they said it's brought on by stress. And I've, I had heard of people having it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had never experienced it myself. So... But yeah, well, don't, that, don't let them don't let them stress you out. <laughs> That's for certain. Well, hey, when it comes to eating, make sure your, my finances are in order. Right. <laughs> you know, and then on top of that, you got to deal with, you know, your employer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be stressful. Yeah, try try not to let it get to you because this. Uh, one thing I've learned too is that you know, you could drop dead t- tomorrow, and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they 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 would. They'd be cleaning out your desk and posting your job 
on their website for somebody else to fill it in. So. And that seat will be warm mm-hmm. with somebody else. Yep. Yeah. It don't stop. <laughs> it don't stop. <laughs> That's for certain. Yeah. Um, one last question before we get out of here. Um, and I'm going to take it to another level. Um, when I was coming up, I probably I probably didn't hear this term until probably I got to, probably till I got to college, um, but it refers to a verse, and I don't know the verse because I can't I don't know a whole bunch of verses in the Bible, but it, re- <laughs> it refers to people joining together, being equally yoked. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that? In order for a relationship, in order for a marriage to work, that you have to be equally yoked. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I think so to a certain extent. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I wouldn't say equally yoked, per se. Okay, wait, wait, stop, stop. I would just say that you have to be on the same page. Like, for instance, how you're going to raise your kids. Uh I'm here. Okay, okay, because you you started breaking up and (laughs) it sounded like you were going through a tunnel. Okay, so just, yeah, yeah, just uh, just answer that again. So how how do you, how would you, how would you, uh, what, what is your thoughts on, do you think you have to be equally yoked uh, for a relationship to be successful? No, I don't. Um, as far as like being equally yoked, um, I mean, I like I said, I agree with that to a certain extent. But to me, equally yoked um, can mean basically you guys are on the same page. And this is like, this is just a conversation that needs to be had prior to marriage or along the way, you know, I just feel like being equally yoked, that could mean different, you know, a, a, a variety of different things. I don't I don't think that if this person now, if you're a Republican or a Democrat, <laughs> <laughs> now we got a prop, you know, depending on how, how you know, stuff like that is what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just think that you just basically have to be on the same page and you have to know your your partner, your spouse. Um, and as long as you guys are in agreement with how you're going to do things and how you're going to, like I said, raise your kids, you know, what type of religion you guys are going to do. I mean, how you're going to run your household. You have to run your house based on what works for you. You can't base it on, um, someone else's, um, thinking, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So in my mind, to, to me, Equally yoked can mean, like I said, you, to me it just basically is saying, hey, we, we need to be on the same page when it comes to certain things. So, but at the end of the day, we're all still individuals. So, I mean, I feel you. you know what I'm saying? You just have to do what's best for your household. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I, I totally feel you. I, I think it's... Uh... I think 
And I, at some point in time, I'll probably go back and look and see where that where it says that in the Bible. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I'm pretty sure there'll be somebody listening to the podcast. Yeah, man, it's it's in John. It's in John <laughs> chapter thirty seven, verse eighty two. Like, I'm like, okay, bro. I can't remember <laughs> um, either. Yeah, but I think uh, I think when you when when people talk about being equally yoked, I view it like you said on a on, on a just being on the same page. Um, but I also understand, too, that when people speak of it in the biblical sense, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. that's a bit misleading. And the reason why I say that is because while we can have the same religious beliefs, right? you know, we don't necessarily believe the same things. Correct. And so and you could be with someone, you can be with your parents, you can be with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your, your wife, your husband, whomever, mm-hmm. and you still have, you know, different beliefs or different ways that you interpret certain things. And I think, you know, I think someone read that scripture and they interpreted it as like, in order for a marriage to work, that you got to be on the same page right? from a religious standpoint. And Mm -hmm. like, I've seen couples where uh, the wife go to church, husband don't. Exactly. Now for me and my house, that wouldn't work because I think we both need to be on the same page or at least similar pages Right. Um, when it comes to religion, because we have children involved. So, I mean, I don't know how it would work if my wife was, you know, Catholic and I was AME. That's <laughs> you know what I saying? mean, like Republican, Democrat. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that ain't <gonna> work. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, and, and I've I've seen it work. It just wouldn't work in work my me. house. <laughs> so, um, but I, I think a lot of people, you know. I've heard people, particularly when I was younger, when we were younger, you know, I heard people talk about, you know, well, well, if you're going to get married, you need to be equally yoked. I mean, you don't know. I mean, that that to me, that sounds dumb because, like, I don't know where you are. You, one thing you have to keep in mind about marriages is that you got two people mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. two different walks of life. Right. Right. And they've come together to walk the same path. And you're asking them to think the same, you know, do the same things and all of that stuff like that. And that's 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 complicated in and of itself. And that's it goes yeah. back to what you're saying, like it's give and take, it's compromise, it's a whole bunch of stuff. Because, you know, what if you, you know, going back to the, the chores thing and what we do around the house, what if you grew up in a house where, you know, the man didn't do anything but come home and sit, you know, you know, sit down and crack open a beer and he expected his <laughs> wife to cook, clean, have sex, the whole night, take care of the kids, mm-hmm. all of that. He was, his job was just to bring home the check and that was it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that, that could be problematic, you know, nowadays. So I, I don't know that I think I've heard younger people talk about it. And again, I think people speak of it from a religious standpoint and, and it's, it's dicey when you get into that part of it because everybody doesn't believe the same things. And, and maybe, you know, they, they might be religious. They may not be as religious as the other person. So it just right. depends. So um, I would, anybody listening, I would kind of guard against that. But I'm pretty sure somebody listening is going to shoot me that Bible verse. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll be ready to, to listen to that. Um, before we get out of here, uh, tell people where, is, is there anywhere where people can find you? Um, check you out and, and, and correspond with you. I know you 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 are currently working uh, on your book, and I know you mentioned uh, off air that you are pulling putting up your sites. Uh, is everything is anything out there where people can uh, find you? 
Yeah, um, actually, um, my my Instagram is Southern Love ATL. Okay. And um, my Twitter is the same, except it's just Southern Love, no ATL on there. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, but right now, those are the only social media outlets that I have available under the Southern Love um, brand right now. Okay. Okay. And and do you have any idea as to uh, when your book may be out or when you may be finished with it? It's going to be late summer, um, okay. most likely July, August, um, somewhere in there, because I'm in the midst of finishing up the last three, four chapters. And, um, yeah, then hopefully get everything squared away by then. Well, and then you can have me back. Oh, you know. definitely. definitely. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Well, we'll de- I'll definitely have you back on. Um, I, 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 I hope it won't take three months for us to get I know. I'm so sorry. No, you it, know. trust me. It's all good. Like I said, it, it's... I, I treat these podcasts like, you know, like recording sessions. So, you know, you, you don't you don't rush a recording session. You, you, you make right. it happen whenever it happens. It happens organically. <laughs> I, I never... I never pushed the button on it because I'm I'm constantly making podcasts, so it's not like, you know, I had to wait. You know, it's not, it's not like yeah. you know, this was going to be the only podcast that I did. Right. So, so <laughs> I, I I crank them out each week, so it's it's no big deal. But I just I I wanted to because one you you asked me about you know talking about marriage and relationships specifically, so mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that this would be the first one that I talked about when I wanted to do it with you since you proposed it. Right. Um, but, uh, but no, we'll, we'll definitely, we'll definitely have you back on. Maybe, maybe we could talk, talk about some of the, some of the subjects like, uh, like money and stuff like that. that we were talking oh, about definitely. Earlier. That is major. So your money, my money. <laughs> <laughs> that is major. So yeah, definitely. Well, that's going to do it for us. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to the podcast. Uh, you guys know where you can find me. You've been listening this long. If you don't know where you can find me, uh, of course, you can hit me up on Twitter at 12Kyle, the number one, two, K-Y-L-E. Uh, same on Instagram. Um, the podcast is available on all platforms where podcasts are free. Uh, Spotify. Apple Podcast, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and any place else where you can get the podcast for free. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. So for my homegirl, Southern Love, I'm your boy, 12Kyle. Catch you guys on the next go-round. Five Gs. <laughs>